podcast is sponsored by Faf. Alongside their range of amazing sewing machines, they have a selection of brilliant overlocker and cover stitch machines. If you're ready to take your sewing to the next level, then we really recommend you have a look at Faf's range of overlockers. If you've always been intimidated by threading an overlocker machine, then Faf's air threading models are for you. We sell the full range of Faf machines, so do get in touch if you've got any questions. Welcome to episode 30 of the New Craft House podcast. So I'm joined today by fellow sewing business owner, friend and all-round wonderful Elizabeth. Welcome. Oh, thank you. Um, hey, thanks so much for having me. We've just had about three false starts uh, getting started, so we're a little bit giggly now. A little bit giggly, fighting the giggles, but. yeah. It feels like a bit of a back-to-school moment. Yeah. <laughs> well, thank you for coming on. Thanks for having me. Um, how are you today? I'm great. I'm really good. Um, yeah, everything is cool. And I just actually received the first hard copy of my new book this morning in the post, which feels like a really, really monumental moment. So I'm kind of riding that high and, um, you know, trying not to flick through it and find mistakes that I now can't (laughs) fix. (laughs) Um, but yeah, feeling really good about that. And yeah, just, you know, well, kind of glad that the summer's over as well. Are you? Yeah, yeah. I feel like it never really got going. I know, that's kind of why I'm glad that it's over. It just felt like a bit of a wash. And then, like, you know, now it's like, okay, let's just call it what it is and get mm. back to autumn and get cozy and just. Um, September is the best month. September's great. Yeah. I September, love October. Yeah. Best months. Birthdays. Birthdays, yeah. Yeah. Both yeah. Of us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, and that lovely, like, back to school feeling of, you know, yeah. getting a new, getting a new notebook and some new pens and, like, making a new routine and... I know what you mean, yeah. It's like New Year for me. It feels like New Year. And I make all sorts of resolutions and, you know, plans and... Do them for, like, two weeks. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Feel really smug and then, like, fall right <laughs> off the wagon. So... For listeners who don't know, mm. I'm sure you know of Elise Lex but she runs By Hand London, a sewing pattern company uh, based in London, but you're all the way over west, so don't see you as much as we'd like. I remember there was that one time when you considered moving east. Yeah, oh my God. Like four years ago. (laughs) Yeah. I was really excited, but you stayed west. You're west London. I think it was more than four years ago, though. I think it was much longer. I think it was like in the early days of By Hand London. Um, that we were thinking of opening a shop in East London. That was like we're going to be neighbours. I know, I know. Um, and then, and then we may have like revisited. I think at one point we even talked about like how we could somehow join forces and expand yeah. and like. Oh God, you know, I remember that. Yeah. Uh, the like the mega sewing. Yes, yeah, exactly. Oh my God, I remember having a meeting with you. I'd completely forgotten yeah. that where we were like this mega trying to write a business plan for this mad sewing like a sewing emporium yeah that's yeah. what you kept saying <laughs> yeah, <was that? laughs> yeah well, with a cafe was, in it yeah of course cafe library classes everything like you know <laughs> events life drawing you know <laughs> erotic poetry night and stuff I mean that was always like the original original idea for By Hand London when we first started and then we and we did we wrote the whole the whole business plan and you know which was like 100 pages long and was going to require the most insane kind of loan and life changes to make it happen and then we were like I think we should start small (laughs) and maybe like build up to that one day so luckily yeah you picked the patterns out of that idea yeah because that was going to be alongside it that was just going to be another little thing that we did (laughs) when actually someone must have said maybe let's shelve all of the the shop 
yeah cafe <laughs> I know. do one thing and yeah. do it really really well exactly so that's what we did i hope um yeah and it's been great it's been a, it's been like so we're in our we're in a year 11 now which is amazing celebrated 10 years last well we didn't really celebrate it that much but um yeah we had 10 years last year and um it's been great. I mean, it's we had we had a really difficult start to the year. <clears throat> Just like twenty twenty one was. Wait, twenty twenty one. Where are we now? We're twenty twenty three. So twenty twenty two was was like this massive come down after COVID, mm. after the like boom of COVID that most kind of craft businesses experienced. And then last year was just a total crash and like an absolute wash. And we were just like, oh my God, what are we going to do? This is kind of disastrous. Um, so yeah, this year started kind of terrifyingly with like having to move studio, moving studio, getting evicted unfairly from the new studio three weeks later. Um, just like, you know, all these massive overheads and stresses and just, you know, got to a place where I wasn't enjoying it and I was feeling really stressed out all the time and having to just, you know, spend all my time and energy doing all of the elements of the business that I really hated um, and very little time to be creative. So, um, yeah so we kind of and that was all mixed up with having a miscarriage as well and and also starting a science access course which is like the equivalent of a science a level for a course that i'm starting in september so it was yeah it basically kind of culminated in like a whole i need to reshift everything to work around my life but that's what's so amazing i think about being a small business owner is that you really do have the freedom and the flexibility to do that you know when something's not working you get to rejig it to make it work for your life and happily now it's amazing like how much can change in such a short period of time i went from feeling like you know so Ugh, about everything at the beginning of this year to now just feeling so much more inspired so much more creative and back to working from home we've like you know really cut out so many unnecessary overheads so we have more financial freedom to actually be able to be producing the the patterns and the projects that we want to be um yeah it feels like a weight has lifted and i feel like i've actually been able to realign the business with my life as it needs to be right now at the start of the year when you were in your studio before you before you downsized and then got evicted you were in a place where you had loads of paper patterns you'd expanded your size range do you want to tell our listeners a little bit about how that changed yeah because now you're pdf only yeah 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 i mean i think the whole the whole trajectory of bhl since the beginning has been one of like you know a roller coaster of up and down and reevaluating things when they don't work and kind of throwing all our enthusiasm and energy into something when it is working um so obviously with the kind of covid boom we reinstated our paper patterns redesigned them we expanded our size range um now you know now all the patterns that we produce go from a uk 2 to a 38 in two different size bands um so you know we really threw like all of all of the money that we had saved and all of our kind of time and efforts into that from you know like the year before last basically and um 
which was amazing. And we kind of got our patterns into John Lewis and we were wholesaling again. And, it, you know, we had this beautiful paper product that I was so proud of. And, you know, we were obviously able to reach more people, more sized people, which felt really great and, you know, obviously really important. And, um, and then, yeah, and then, you know, and then we got to a place where we couldn't afford to keep storing them we couldn't afford to actually keep producing the paper patterns like each upfront cost of a paper pattern was you know astronomical we had to order a thousand units of each pattern and bearing in mind that each size band to the printers counts as one pattern so each design that is available in two size bands then actually becomes two separate products mm. so we were having to order 2000 units per design um you know the time the time then obviously that it takes from design to actually having a finished paper pattern can be anywhere from like six months to a year sometimes more in the past it's taken longer depending on what you know issues come up during the drafting and grading and sampling process and stuff so it was just you know we yeah we basically invested all the money that we had into it and it just it didn't pay off essentially um you know some patterns obviously sell really well and you never know that they're gonna just like fly off the shelves and and people are gonna love them and then you have to reorder and that's an incredible feeling and and then other patterns people just you know for whatever reason they you know they just don't sell as well and you end up having you know hundreds of patterns yeah. on Paying your shelves yeah exactly and they you know you, who knows how many years it will take for that first uh, you know run to sell out so we just couldn't afford to carry on in that way so we the first decision that we took was to again to discontinue the paper patterns that's obviously the obvious choice you know we have the luxury of having this amazing online community and this these online resources and being able to sell patterns in pdf format and obviously more and more printers that are printing on a0 which is amazing um inexpensively as well and uh, so we moved everything back to pdf um then you know then obviously came the the decision to move out of our studio which was just they were putting the rent up the business rates were going up it was just you know electricity was obviously going mm. up um so that seemed like the logical next step to find somewhere cheaper and smaller which we could then do because we didn't need the storage anymore because we had you know we were selling off all of the paper patterns um so it was yeah it kind of started off as like a small how can what are the what are the unnecessaries here like how can we continue um doing what we do best without the unnecessary pressure of all these extra mm. bells and whistles beautiful bells and whistles but you know in, yeah. if, if you want to survive you've got to be ruthless sometimes because yeah, um, the finished having a finite physical product is really exciting it has like a specific excitement to it but with it comes loads of problems of like storage and overheads and yeah. tying up money and stock and every time you have to restock you've got to buy a thousand you're probably tying up yeah uh, between five and ten thousand pounds in each oh, pattern at least at and least, it would have yeah. only become a bigger problem as your yeah. range increased totally well, so it wouldn't exactly. have gotten the easier more, yeah. no 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 and then obviously you're there like we're gonna produce one pattern new pattern every single month and like you right. know growth 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 and stuff like that and then you're like wow we're gonna need a like airplane hanger to carry all of this stock and to keep it all and then you've got the issue like when something comes back from the printer and you spot a mistake in it 
<laughs> you know, you're like, feeling. oh, it's horrendous. It's the worst. You've got to get it reprinted, you know, ho- hoping that you haven't already started selling them. So you then have to recall the ones that you had sold. With PDF, you spot a mistake, you can fix it straight away, you know, email up and just email everybody updated, the update. Yeah. You know, you can even keep, and that's the, you know, you, the continued beauty is that you can then revisit old patterns tweak them make yeah. them make some improvements based on feedback based on you know whatever it is and uh and just tweak it and everybody gets an automatic update just like that it's you know easy. and it frees you up you can work from wherever yeah you don't really need much to work you need a sewing machine obviously and yeah. access to a laptop but you, you could be anywhere to do that totally yeah it's much better and sales just tick Tick on, tick on by they on the just website. Click on, I know exactly. <laughs> you don't, have you don't to do, anything. do anything. Yeah, I mean, it's kind of. I mean, it's not. It's not strictly passive income, obviously, because you still have to keep adding to the library and still have to, you know, keep adding and stay relevant and all that kind of stuff. But like, but yeah, it's nice to know that once you've done all the work that goes into creating one sewing pattern, it's done, and then you don't really have to do anything else for it you know, ever again, really, unless you need to update it. But that's really nice. And then that, you know, that also then, um, that kind of was part of the decision to to spend more of our time and effort on the draft-it-yourself patterns, um, which also then tied in really beautifully with the fact that I had, that I wrote a book last year, basically, all about that. Um, So, which I was, I mean, I am obviously still really nervous about it because it hasn't been released and no one's read (laughs) it yet and no one's, you know, I'm like keeping all my fingers and toes crossed that people love it please love it please love it um but it's um I mean the book the whole ethos of the book I didn't want to create a, a pattern book I feel like there are loads of great pattern books that already exist um and doing are, that is also just another version of what you've been doing exactly all rammed in together yeah exactly and and I've to be honest I've like I've never actually bought a pattern book myself I mean yeah, I don't know if I that's like blasphemous think. to say that but like you know, I'll, I'll flick through a pattern book and there might be maybe two or three designs in there that I want and that I would buy individually if they were separate patterns. But that then doesn't feel enough to buy the entire book. Yeah. So um, and then there, there are other issues that come up with making pattern books like how are you going to offer the patterns? Are you going to, you know, because you can't the the space you know the weight yeah. of the book has to be taken into consideration so are you going to be laying all of your patterns birder style on top of each other which is what happens yeah and then that to me is just a a barrier that I'm not going to overcome yeah <laughs> even if I really love a pattern totally I thought of tracing one long it's so long <laughs> <No>. <laughs> let's face it um you know and then obviously are you going to be giving everyone the patterns digitally as well because people want digital patterns now how does that affect the like you know the copyright or the you know that kind of thing so um so I always knew that I didn't want to do a pattern book but I always wanted to write a sewing book um and I've always loved teaching people how to draft simple patterns we've always done draft it yourself tutorials on the blog um obviously I love all the like fitting stuff and the pattern hacking and I just love the idea that a sewing pattern is just the beginning and that that's like the absolute minimum starting point for your own creativity and you know and obviously getting that pattern to a place where it fits your body really really well 
So the idea of the book is that it has 16 projects. They're all drafted yourself. Um, so you learn how to draft the pattern to your measurements from the get-go. So there's minimal tweaking to be done. Obviously, you always have to make a twirl and check that everything's working nicely and fitting nicely. Um, but yeah, there's no kind of, you're not cutting out a size and then tweaking it to your measurements you are literally drawing the pattern out to your measurements from the beginning um which i think is incredibly liberating and um and really fun what level of sewing do you need to have for the projects in the book can you go at it if you've never done any pattern drafting before yeah i would say so that's the, that's the whole point there's there's a range of um there's a range of difficulties throughout the projects so i've really tried to make it um something that would be an interesting book for somebody who has never self-drafted and for somebody who is quite confident already in self-drafting. Um, so so if you've never self-drafted before, then the idea is that you'd start with one of the easier projects and then work your way up um, and get more and more confident throughout it. There's a whole section on fitting as well. So there are, you know, there's lots of tutorials that will help you identify fit issues that come up and how to fix them. There's loads of stuff about hacking because my, you know, my hope is that people will take the designs in the book again like a starting point and that you'll then take my designs and run with them basically and because you've drafted the pattern from the beginning you know you'll intuitively then know oh I could change this yeah. or I can I can mess with that and I can then add a different skirt or I can change the sleeve you feel way more confident making yeah. changes because there is something about when you're making a garment and you've cut out the pattern then you yeah in my sometimes when I'm sewing I can be a bit like I'm I'm making this item yeah and then I never even think about hacking it doesn't even cross my mind like even if I'm making a shirt I don't even sometimes think to change the width the cuffs right even though I know I'd actually prefer the look of that yeah 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 yeah. I guess if you're doing it right from the start then you're going to have it in your head that you can make these changes to the final pattern yeah totally and it's and it's in the instructions throughout it's like do this to your own preference Yeah. yeah it's like this is this is your project you know so if you want a really full sleeve then go ahead as add as much drama as you want if you want it a little bit slimmer then you can do that now kind of thing so um yeah so that's the premise of the book and and um and that's now what we've been doing with our patterns what we're kind of focusing on more of in the business in by hand london as well so that's not to say that we're going to stop doing regular sewing patterns we definitely still have um you know plenty of those in the works but I want to I don't want the pressure to all be on those I don't want to you know because it takes obviously so long to produce them and they're very expensive to produce um so you know my hope is to or not even my hope what we've done is we've taken off all pressure on the sewing patterns that we had in the works so we can keep working away at them nicely and slowly making sure that everything is nice and beautiful and that when they're released it's because they're well and truly ready to be released um and then in the meantime we get to work on more of these draft it yourself patterns which are much faster for us to produce um they're much more cost effective for us to produce we can sell them for you know much cheaper as well which is great and um and you know i like i said like i, I really feel like they're going to give people so much more freedom in terms of what they can learn and what they can achieve 
Um, and and at the same time, it gives me more freedom too because I can you know I can be more creative and I'm not constricted by the same uh, you know by the same financial parameters and time you know constraints and and all of the little steps in between of like the grading and the sampling you know obviously we have to do sampling but like the grading and the the delays that they bring yeah the constant checking the back and forth from the pattern cutter and stuff like that you know um so I'm I'm really I'm really really excited about this you know new uh this new branch I suppose or this new you know this new product within what it is that we offer um you haven't even said what the book is called oh yeah sorry (laughs) uh it's called made to measure (laughs) and at the moment people can pre-order it yeah so it's going to be released um in the us on the 10th of october and in the uk on the 19th of order uh, 19th of october so it's available for pre-order um all over the world not just uk and us so you can it's obviously available on all the amazons um you know that's obviously people have their thoughts about that but it's one of those things that like I am now learning as an author that you know if you pre-order on Amazon it really helps the publishers and the visibility of the book and stuff like that but it's also available from places like Waterstones and um, I think the book depository and then it's also available from various independent retailers as well Um, I've got a bunch of links in my profile um, so you can have a look in there or I reckon if you probably just google made to measure Elise Lex Jewel, it will come up. Um, I don't know how much you can say, but can you give people an idea of what sort of projects are in the book? Yeah, yeah, I can say as much as I want. I can say lots. <laughs> okay, so imagine that I'm a new... I've never... Well, no, I have sewn before. Yeah. That's stupid. I've, <laughs> I've done a bit of sewing and I want to try a draft-it-yourself pattern. Never done that before. Never drafted anything before. Cool. What, project, what pattern am I going to pick? Right, so I would say that probably the first pattern, the first project, or the first projects that you could choose from, because I like there to be a little, not just a one, you know, one beginner pattern that you get to choose from. So there is a panelled wrap skirt, which is doable by any first-time self-drafter and it's really um it's really satisfying really really quick it introduces you to the slash and spread method um in a way that's not scary um and just and really kind of helps to make sense um of the like pattern drafting process um that so that's the panelled wrap skirt then there is the gathered patchwork skirt which is really beautiful project it's a really simple gathered skirt but the the fabric for the body of the skirt has been made up with simple patchwork so it's a really great stash buster um it's really great for using up scraps of fabric and practicing like patchwork a two meters of fabric yeah. and then use that for this pro- for this project yeah basically oh, cool. it's like it's work out your waist measurement times that by two 2.5 three however full you want your gathers to be draw that out on a you know piece of paper make a piece of fabric from scraps in that way you can obviously do a really really simple just square patchwork like lots of little squares sewn together there are some ideas on how you can level up that patchwork you could offset the squares so they look like kind of bricks you know you could flip it all on its side and make them diamonds or something you know like obviously that you can also have fun and increase the the complexity of that part of the process um and then yeah and then you just gather it and stick on a waistband 
shove in an invisible zip, hem it, and it's done. <laughs> and you, you know, could also someone... just bypass the patchwork as well and just make your first gathered yeah. first gathered skirt, you know. Um, so that's also really beginner friendly as well. And then what's at the other end of the scale? Yeah, so at the opposite end of the scale, we've got a bias cut halter neck kind of scoop back uh floor length kind of siren gown with a godet at center back (laughs) (laughs) so that's like the kind of 1930s red carpet starlet slash super sexy bridal vibes yeah it's like a sexy cocktail yeah yeah exactly yeah and you can do that you can simplify that and make it shorter without the go day as well if you want but i think you taught me what a go day was really? <laughs> i think you said it Not once and i was like so because you had that skirt with loads yeah loads, the sophia dress so in the sophia. yeah 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 with loads of go loads days. of them yeah go days are so cool why don't more people do go days describe what one is because i bet some okay. other people don't know <laughs> a go day <laughs> so if you have a skirt or a dress a go day is basically a triangular shaped insert that gets sewn into a straight seam to add extra volume and movement so you if you imagine for the siren slip dress in the book uh, if you imagine a kind of slinky bias cut um, like slip dress and then up the center back seam we insert a big triangle with a kind of rounded off bottom edge so you could make it longer so it has a bit of a train and then that triangle is sewn into that straight center back seam so it just adds it adds like a swish and extra volume and extra movement in that center back uh, section only it's very dramatic and very cool a perfect description of what one is thank you how did you find writing a book um that's a really loaded question (laughs) uh it was it was really intense it was incredible and 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 a testament to how amazing my editorial and publishing team was is that when i was when i was doing the final third round of like edits before it went to print I was already thinking about what my next book would all, would be all about. And then I was like, oh my God, you're mad, completely insane. Do you not remember <laughs> the last year? Um, so, yeah, so I think, I think a huge part of my enjoyment of writing the book was because I had such an amazing publisher, amazing editor, um, really, really understanding. Like the whole, the whole year that I was writing the book, I, I think I signed the deal in like, july of 2022 i got engaged in august i then got married seven weeks later (laughs) um and and all this time i had book deadlines as well and you know and obviously the 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 wedding was totally not uh foreseen at that at the point when i had signed the contract with them so they were like okay you're gonna have time so it's, you know, like, well I think I need to push my deadline by a couple of weeks got three wedding dresses to make three wedding dresses to make a honeymoon to plan and then and then obviously the big photo shoot for the book to plan and make all the samples for and book all the models and figure it all out and and then you know all the words all the back and forth with with our amazing graphic designer and illustrator and it's it, it is a monumental amount of work um, it's basically like, I mean, it, it felt like two years worth of work that I would have done for the business condensed into eight months, basically, mm. uh, alongside 
running a business and getting married and life, you know. Yeah, it's a full-on year. It's been a really full-on couple of years, yeah. <laughs> it's been really intense. <laughs> After the release date, you mentioned that you're still going to be bringing out the like the original style of Buy Hand London patterns. Yeah. So is there going to be like a period of easing off on stuff while we concentrate on the book? So there's going to be... Um, we're, we're going to be concentrating... Um, alongside the book promotion and like you know all the, the stuff and the content and I'm sure tutorials and stuff we'll be doing around that um, we're also going to be continuing to uh, develop and release uh, draft it yourself projects like like we have been like the Lucy dress which we just released and the skirts and the bag and stuff so we've got more of those in the works um, we do have uh, at the moment we have three traditional sewing patterns that we're working on one of which is one that if any of you guys uh, follow my personal instagram you'll already know because it was that black dress that i wore to like my birthday three years ago or two years ago or something so it's been oh you were the queen of like sneak sneak not so sneak peeks yeah. if any by her london pattern you have shown <laughs> totally way I'm in big, advance of oh, the release i'm a big believer of that it's like you know also that's it just it kind of proves how long it takes to work on a pattern sometimes you know yeah. like the actual process that is involved especially when i know that a lot of other sewing pattern companies have now you know grown to a much more efficient level they've got more staff they've got you know they've got more kind of um you know like computer operated design softwares in place and stuff which is incredible but that's just not me and that's just not where we've grown to or what I've prioritized so it does still take us a really long time and that's fine um so we have anyway we've got that dress that's the Nina dress that is still in the works um I'm hoping that we'll be able to release that by the end of the year so we'll see fingers crossed then we've got a really chic blazer in the oh, works nice. which is like Rosie was saying she wants to sew a blazer this one's gonna be shit hot it's <laughs> really amazing um it's gonna have like a tuxedo collar version it's gonna have oh, nice. like a proper you know like a notch lapel and like it's really 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 sexy describe your style aesthetic just in case <laughs> someone's not familiar with the patterns because there's definitely like a by hand london look yeah i suppose <laughs> get the by hand london look <laughs> Um, it'll only take you 14 yeah. hours <laughs> no no yeah no. maybe 14 hours yeah for a dress maybe, I reckon dress. Mm, no I, can, no, no, I less. can crush one out in a day easy yeah but you know the patterns that's like, true that's true. Hand. that's true that's true um, yeah so our aesthetic is definitely more is more um, more is more that's yeah, a perfect totally. description of it yeah. I think I mean when I'm sewing I don't like sewing basics basically like you know I don't really like wearing basics um if I'm gonna get dressed up I want to get dressed up and I want to you know I want to stand out and I want to be <laughs> sorry but I do <laughs> um to me sewing is all about being able to express my style in a way that I never could if I was confined by what's available in the shops basically you know and and by finances as well so um so yeah so that's what our patterns are all about and um and obviously my style and the style of Byhand London has evolved over the last 10 years it started off very much with the kind of very cinched waist full skirted uh you know nodding to kind of 50s and 60s vintage fashion glamour that kind of thing it's now 
gotten to a lot more of a floaty and you know gathers everywhere as many ruffles as possible so you know it, you know the our style evolves as as i do as trends do as our customers evolve as well so um but yeah it's always it's always about more is more for sure what's your favorite pattern can't answer that question <laughs> um i've got a solid by helen and favorite what's your favorite flora oh yeah i, yeah, I yeah, should say sure. hannah shouldn't i but yeah it's flora yeah it's no flora's flora is amazing flora is flora is definitely up there for me i think i okay i could probably do a top three so flora would be in there liz would definitely be in there liz is probably my most made pattern liz is such a dark horse let me just say i've never made Liz. i'm wearing one right now i thought this was yeah it's it's such a dark horse it it's so versatile and can be made in so many different fabrics it's and it's like flora like flora when we first released flora it wasn't immediately that popular Mm. and then it wasn't until a few years later that Kate Eva, Kate Eva. I knew you were gonna made say Kate. like a million out. <laughs> and then everyone was like oh shit this is a really amazing yeah. pattern so it's one of those things it's like you know when you're doing when you're making sewing patterns that so much is affected by the fabric that you choose for the samples and how you choose to promote it um you know and you don't know how people are going to respond to that or whether they're going to be able to see themselves in it or if they're going to be able to see past those fabric choices or whatever it is or the model and stuff like that so sometimes it takes somebody else to make a wildly different version of it or you know a few different versions of it for other people to realize what a versatile and banging pattern it really is so i'm hoping for that to happen with liz at some point soon because i really set kate on it <laughs> yeah exactly i'll commission her can you just make 10 liz's please i feel like she said she's made something like 30 floras yeah and she's made loads of everyday flora like yeah casual looking ones totally. whereas in my head any wedding I've ever been most weddings I've been to I've worn a flora Mm. they were for for years that was my like go-to fancy yeah fancy pattern I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna challenge you to make a couple of Liz's to make like one daytime Liz and one like wedding style Liz like wedding guest Liz I do have weddings to go to actually because I'm telling you it's such a versatile pattern it's so like it's so comfortable as well I know the skirt is looks really so swishy and and, like and you can do the gathered skirt as well not the circle skirt you know okay maybe I'll try one it's really good I've got a bit of a blockage at the moment about dresses because I can't feed oh yeah or pump in one and I've been sometimes I wear a dress into work but then I have to bring in little cycling shorts and then I put them on every time I need to pump so I can yeah. go up. But You know what you could, because the good thing about Liz is that it's um, not fully empire, but it's it's a very high waist. Uh, oh, you you're not going to say put a seat. I'm not going to do that. I thought about this, like with our everyday dress as well. I was like, I could make one with like a few poppers or yeah. there's literally no way I'm doing that. Because I don't, when I was pregnant, I didn't make anything that I could only wear when I was pregnant yeah and I'm like set that I'm not going to spend any of my time sewing something that's like got these little yeah, I know boob zips in yeah because <laughs> then I know as soon as I stop feeding I'll you're not gonna I'll never wear, wear it. it yeah yeah it's true it's true but the possibility is there <laughs> for anyone who is so inclined to make their own maternity or nursing gear you could do it you could make it work I should just um, do wrap dresses really yeah I mean Hannah's perfect just, yeah. for that exactly, yeah yeah 
Did you know that as well as their sewing machines, Faf also have a range of high-end sewing tools and accessories. We love their scissors that are all forged from German steel. Incredible quality, they'll be with you for a sewing lifetime. We are really, really excited that you are coming back to teach some classes. Elisa Lex used to teach classes for us. I feel like the first one was maybe six years ago. Charlotte was there. Yeah, she was. Um, yeah, was it six years I've ago? Been, was okay, it so more we've been here six two or seven? Years. We were in the last place three years. It was at least five. It was at least six years ago, at yeah. least. Yeah. yeah. And if you did a good few years of teaching a bodice fitting masterclass and students would come. It was a weekend long class and they'd work on a darted bodice, a princess seam bodice, a bodice with grown in sleeves, and then was there a fourth that they no, could get it was, to? No, it was those, those three. three. And, and the grown-on-sleeve bodice was like, if there's time. If you got to yeah, it. because there's a lot, obviously, packed into that weekend. So we sort of rejigged the class. Well, you came back, didn't you, and said, I'm coming out of class retirement. Yeah, I had to take some time off. It's so, I had, yeah, I think... We I'd had go. loads of stuff going on. And sometimes yeah. with, with teaching, you just need a bit of a break from it. Definitely, definitely. And, but we've got the new class up now. Yeah. And it's slightly changed, and I think it's way better well I think the way it is now so now it's formatted do you want to tell yeah tell sure, about sure, it? Sure. Uh, yeah I'm really really excited it's been a nice long break so I feel like refreshed and it was a covid induced break as well yeah there was definitely that too but we came back after covid and did and I remember we went in quite hard with quite a lot of classes when, when what, yeah, like when we were, yeah, because oh, I remember what, we had to do them all wearing masks yeah. and stuff like that. Yeah. yeah, and then I think I think we might have come back with too hard of a bang, and I burnt myself. Yeah, out I, I, I feel like, like that oh. did happen actually. Yeah, I can't do anymore. I'd completely forgotten about when students had to wear masks. I know, I know. Um, God, it was intense. Yeah. Um, yeah, teaching for like eight hours a day, two day, you know, like two days back to back. I mean, God, it must have been even more intense for like actual yeah. teachers and schools and stuff. But um, so anyway, yeah. So I'm really grateful to have had a break and really excited for the new format because I was I knew that I couldn't go back into doing the two days together because it is too exhausting not I mean not only for me but I think also for the students I think it's it's you know it's a it's a huge amount of information to take on board in a small period of time um so what we've decided is that we're going to basically be doing it like a course spread out over four months and it's the first Saturday of every month so we've got four sessions instead of two uh, so we'll be doing uh, we'll still be doing the darted bodice the princess seam bodice the grown on sleeve bodice and we'll be doing trousers and within that they'll hope there'll be time obviously there'll be a month in between each session to have time to do your homework to do whatever you couldn't do in class to maybe get in touch if you've got any issues you know like to basically time to assimilate all the information let it land work on some projects of your own actually put those skills into practice and then come back ready the following month for the next lot of you know the next lot of knowledge basically and to um just to keep building on that um and it starts in november yeah, yeah. november december january and february 
which is perfect because I am having a baby at the end of February. <laughs> so, oh my gosh, so you actually, that's quite... <laughs> I know, I know. I thought I session. was due, like, I thought I was originally when I calculated it, I thought I was due, like, in the first week of March. <laughs> and then every time you go to the doctor, they somehow, they like, you. bring you back. <laughs> and then, so I went for the scan last, the first scan, I'm, I'm 14 weeks now. And so we had our first scan last week and they're like, yeah, you're actually due on the 28th of Feb. I was like, oh, okay. But anyway, I don't. I take that with a massive pinch of salt, obviously, and see it as a due window of probably, you know, the class. But yeah, between the class and like the mid March or something. So anyway, yeah, hopefully I'll be fine at the last class. <laughs> I might fine. have to teach it sitting down, but um, yeah, or there'll be lots of like extra stuff to go through in terms of like crotch measurements and things like that. You know. Yeah, you need someone else to demo on. Yeah, for sure. By that point. For sure. Exactly. Exactly. Or I could throw in a couple of like maternity fitting hacks and stuff as well, you know. Um, so, yeah, so I'm really excited about that. And, and obviously, again, I'll have to have another break after that. But that feels like a really nice, consistent, like a nice, concise um, and meaty, like a meaty course to be able to really, you know, be able to teach a lot of information and, yeah, with enough time in between them for everyone to really digest it and put it into practice. Um, and I guess we'll treat that as like a the first trial course. And then when I'm ready to get back to it after baby, then we can crack on again. I think anyone who's done a two day, anyone who's done a one day class that you leave you're pretty exhausted after yeah. it and the two days did feel quite it's so exhausting intense. yeah yeah amazing and you'd come away like buzzing with ideas and students always used to say when they came back on the Sunday that they'd got home on the Saturday carried on doing stuff yeah. at home and then not being able to sleep because their minds were like going over yeah. I guess we're not used to learning like that as adults like doing a really full day of learning something new yeah but I think having the sessions a month apart is will work brilliantly yeah. students will be able to like work on stuff at home bring it back like they could have perfected their bodice um using the darted bodice in the first session and then they could have sewn some dresses in different fabrics exactly. it gives you the opportunity to do that so you could go away make a linen one a silk one come back in see how get your advice on fitting those totally totally yeah exactly i think it really yeah i think it offers just so much more depth to the class I think um so I'm really excited I'm really excited to and, and it means I can get to know everyone much better as yeah. well you know it's like the two-day whirlwind is is super intense and you just don't really you know it's it's all very concentrated and condensed I think it's going to be really nice to actually like get to know the students over a four-month period and see their progress and yes I'm, I'm really looking forward to it the spots for it are on sale there are some left cool um they went on sale about a week ago so if yeah, if you have any questions about it, send them either to us or to Elise Lex and we can answer them. And there is also one other class that yeah. we're doing. Yeah, the book class. Yeah. Yes. So to celebrate the launch of the book, we are doing a uh is it a one day class? One day. It's one day and it is the prairie dress project from the book, which is sort of like a 
it's I mean I guess it's like an intermediate project so it's not one of the super beginner ones but it's also not one of the more advanced ones um so so I think it's you know if it is your first time self-drafting then coming to do it in a class setting would be really perfect and you'd be totally able to like tackle something a little bit more complicated than you might have the confidence to do on your own um yeah and it's a really lovely dress it's nice and swishy I think we've got photos of it on the by hand London Instagram um and it's just a lovely floaty kind of you know for all seasons depending on what fabric you make it in lovely dress and so will be I hope it's going to be kind of like a social sewing day you know with obviously instruction from me and and help if anyone needs it and stuff but we'll be probably spending the kind of morning and early afternoon drafting our patterns and then we'll crack on with the sewing um I've time tested it and I think we can do like the bulk of it in that one day I hopefully people won't be leaving with too much homework but people will probably be leaving with you know that it's it's a the project has a half circle skirt so that will definitely either way need to be hung overnight before hemming and stuff so yeah it's going to be really really fun um, and hopefully a really nice way for people to be introduced to the style of the projects in the book and and obviously the style of the draft it yourself projects that we're now doing um, with by hand london so yeah it should be really good fun the prairie dress class is also on sale so if you go onto the listing you can read exactly what you're going to cover in the class see a picture of it as well I yeah. think on there um yeah any questions send them our way well, thank you so much for coming on and Thanks chatting for to us. Me. It's been really fun. What can I just ask if you're sewing anything at the moment? Um, I've been I've sewn quite a lot of things this summer actually. Um, yeah, you've been productive. I have. It's been nice. I've had a lot of time to myself. My son was away for three weeks with his dad. Then my husband went away for ten days on a meditation retreat. So I had like sewing sewing holiday. Yeah, I'd be like, off I you go. No, I had like ten days in my house on, on my own alone. for the first time in oh like gosh, I, I don't even remember that. when the last time that was. Um Heavenly. which was kind of amazing. So I've made over the last month, I've made a Lorraine dress um, from the, this beautiful strawberry print viscose linen from Fabric Godmother. Um, I've made a valley dress by Pattern Fantastique that started out looking like a graduation gown because I made it in a black linen. <laughs> but I've added some trim to it now, so it looks much better. Um, I've made another Liz dress. Uh, what else have I done? And then I'm working on on some of the the kind of future draft it yourself patterns um but i haven't photographed anything mostly just because my body's been changing a bit and i haven't been ready to like share that yet and um so i'm gonna get around to that at some point soon i think now that now that i've actually got like a visible little bump and obviously we know that things are okay so yeah. far um i'm gonna I'll, I'll start sharing some more of that are you planning are you gonna make maternity clothes I, th I mean, I'm, I see it very much like you. I'm not going to make anything that I wouldn't also wear not pregnant. Um, and luckily, my style at the moment is loose and floaty yeah. and comfy. And, you know, so I don't think there's going to be any issue with like, you know, I'm not going to make anything. I'm not doing any like maternity bras or things mm. like that or like, you know, those kinds of basics. I've, I've bought those. Um, yeah, I think that's the way to go. Yeah. You don't need like to eBay. clog up your sewing time. No no with things that you need for just such a short amount of time that's exactly. how I felt yeah exactly so I think anything that I do make will be things that I can also wear after I'm pregnant too um 
but I, yeah I mean you know the thing is when you're pregnant like it's at least my experience of being pregnant when I was pregnant 15 years ago with my son um and being pregnant now is like I feel swollen you know I feel I feel yeah, you feel not like yourself yeah I feel not like myself I'm not like this kind of I don't know glowing kind of like energetic I don't know I just I feel I feel I feel swollen I don't think anyone feels like that yeah I don't know especially at the start then you get to a point where you suddenly like actually I've got this really lovely little bump yeah yeah you feel but even then it feels like all thick and lovely it's nice the hair goes nice um but so I do think it's really important to to do things to make yourself feel good if you don't necessarily feel super good in your body for whatever reason hormones bloating you know swelling all of that kind of stuff so I definitely will be making some nice things that I'm actually the next thing that I need to make is is my prom dress for your party so I'm I'm, I quite like the idea it's pregnant at prom pregnant prom (laughs) (laughs) um so do you know what you're making i think so i think so i'm not i'm going to use that fabric that you sent me that pink uh, which is amazing and i've been i've been making a pair of shoes to match well i didn't make the shoes but i bought the shoes and i am basically encrusting them in diamantes (laughs) the same color as the fabric oh so nice so so that's the plan if i can if i can toddle along in them they're really high (laughs) you can wear them for your entry yeah and then and then take them off Put on some Crocs. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Maybe I should get some Crocs and put diamantes on those as well. Well, you can buy the little yeah gems that stick, that on, stick on them. I can't remember what they're called. Yeah, that's true. I think I'm going to make... That'll be the day. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm, I, I'm, not, not there yet. I'm, not, I'm not up for the Crocs just yet. <laughs> <laughs> I did the Crocs the first time they came out. I had a pair when I was like 18. Did you? I didn't yeah. know they came. I didn't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought this was the only time they've come a fr- out. A friend of ours, I think, who was like involved in the marketing of Crocs when they first launched, like came over to our house and had like a boot full of them and was like, here, guys, just pick, just take a bunch. So we all just like me and my mum and my sisters and stuff like that. We just all like <laughs> and my brother, we just helped ourselves to like Crocs. That's great. It was, it was quite fun. Um, anyway. I digress. So yes, I think I'm gonna use our Lucy dress, um, which the I new think draft, the it new draft it yourself. Yeah, which is like a bandeau bodice with a really nice horizontal. It's essentially, it's a horizontal princess seam, um, and yeah, big, big gathers, big frothy skirt to um, you know float over the bump. Excited to see it. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for coming on. It's been lovely to catch up. Yeah. And for anyone who wants to find Elise Lex who doesn't follow you already, where can they find you on Instagram? So uh, you can find By Hand London at By Hand London. Um, and you can find me and my personal account at Elise Lex. How lucky you got <laughs> your name. I know, I know. <laughs> um, I feel like with all these new social media things, I always just jump in right at the beginning, regardless of whether I'm actually going to use it or not, just bank so it. I can like, bank my name. Yeah. <laughs> some Elise like somewhere else in the world. Yeah, yeah. Cursing you. Ha. And the book, pre- people can pre-order it now on Amazon, Waterstones. Yes, all of those. Amazon, Waterstones, Book Depository, um... 
uh, I, I can't remember off the top of my head but the links are all in our instagram profiles Perfect. um and yeah i'm pretty sure if you google it like depending on whereabouts in the world you're listening from i think if you google it you probably find somewhere more local to you to pre-order it from and yeah please pre-order it <laughs> <laughs> my publishers will be so happy if we get lots of pre-orders before the publication date um and then yeah it's out in october amazing well, thank you so much for coming on thank you so much for having me